InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. What's it cost to get a college education these days? Well, in many cases, it costs tens of thousands of dollars to get a college degree. So, you might assume college grads would know all the important things to succeed in life. But a new study shows our colleges get a failing grade in a vital area, teaching civics and American history to students. To tell us about this, we welcome Mike Ratliff, Senior VP of the Intercollegiate Studies Institute, to InfoTrack. Chris, thank you for having me. Now, Mike, you have a very impressive background. You have a 30-year career in the U.S. Navy. You retired as Director of Naval Intelligence. You were a Fulbright Scholar at the London School of Economics and have many other degrees and honors. Certainly, you understand American history and civics. Now, my question to start this out is, you'd think that civics and citizenship would be just a basic part of our educational uh, process in college and certainly in high school, but your study, this new study you've done, shows that just the opposite is true. Is that right? Indeed. We think that at the collegiate level, people need to be studying American history and the practice of democracy as it's developed in our country. And what we found is that after three, four years at university, seniors were performing only about one and a half percent better than freshmen. And indeed, at some of our most expensive campuses, freshmen outperformed seniors, suggesting that students at university are forgetting more about American history than they're learning there. Well, it's tough to be a good citizen and to participate in our government and voting and selecting the right politicians and all those things if you don't understand history and civics. Why do you think this is not being gotten across to the students? Well, Chris, there are a number of reasons, and the response to the report since we released it has been illuminating in terms of the way the university educators think about this. For example, in Berkeley and Stanford, the professors that we've talked with there have said, you know, there are a lot of specialized studies that have to be fit into a curriculum. It's real hard to get them all in. If you think that American history is just another specialized field like the study of the Chinese language, then it is hard to get it in. We don't believe that's true. We think every citizen needs this, and therefore the universities are letting students down and our nation down when they don't direct students to prepare themselves for their citizenship by taking these courses. Some of these findings are startling. For example, less than half of college seniors surveyed recognize the phrase, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal as originating in the Declaration of Independence. Now, you'd think that's common knowledge among Americans, but apparently not. Well, we found that students entering university were unable to distinguish between the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and some of the other great documents of our history. Professor George Carey at Georgetown University believes, and I agree with him, that if you're going to understand American political thought, you've got to be able to differentiate between these great documents. And what we find is that students are not able to distinguish them, and they confuse Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, for that matter, with something that really comes out of the Declaration of Independence, and those are pretty distinct documents. Why is it so important that students know the difference between the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence? I mean, is that really going to affect their salary or the common things that people look for in the world? Well, there's a tremendous emphasis at university now to preparing students for the first job, whereas the real work of the university is preparing students for a lifetime of employment and, just as importantly, a lifetime of engagement as citizens. 
if students don't understand the idea of federalism, that in our system there's a role for the state governments, an independent role for state governments, then how are they to understand why the federal government does some things and state governments do other things? And yet when we ask that question, about half the students do not recognize that federalism is a system of shared power between the federal and state governments. When we ask students about their understanding of the role of the Supreme Court in reviewing laws as the right of judicial review, the students, more freshmen, understood that than seniors by a significant margin. There's something wrong with a university curriculum that has freshmen knowing more about basic ideas such as judicial review in America than graduating seniors. Our guest on InfoTrack is Mike Ratliff, Senior VP with the Intercollegiate Studies Institute, and we're talking about their new study, which is titled The Coming Crisis in Citizenship, talking about how America's top colleges and universities are not teaching basic civics and American history. Now, just so folks are aware of your organization, uh, the Intercollegiate Studies Institute, you're a nonprofit, nonpartisan, tax-exempt educational organization founded in 1953. So you've been around for quite a while. What other findings came out of this survey? I know that you certainly had some recommendations, and we want to touch on those but give us a couple more nuggets from this. Certainly. Well, students are arriving at university poorly prepared in terms of American history or understanding our political and economic institutions. They perform at failing levels when they're freshmen. After three-plus years at university as seniors, they continue to perform at failing levels. Indeed, seniors only recognize the correct answer on a basic test about American history and institutions a little over 53% of the time. This was a test written by a group of classroom professors from Boston University, Arizona State, and other schools, and administered by the University of Connecticut, the largest such test of college student learning ever conducted in the United States. Mike, tell us a little bit about some of the recommendations that came out of this that you're suggesting to maybe help this problem. Well, there's some positive findings that can be a source of encouragement to us, and we have a number of recommendations because while we think that there is a potential crisis in citizenship if we don't better educate our students to be leaders in the American democratic process, the truth is there's time to take action, and students, faculty, parents, donors, legislators all have a role to play here. We believe the colleges themselves should start by assessing their programs and determining whether they are producing students who are becoming better educated. Right now, colleges and universities do not know whether the seniors they're graduating are better educated than the entering freshmen. They ought to be able to devise ways of assessing that. We've done it for history and American political and economic institutions, but the colleges should do it across the board. Secondly, we think that legislators, for example, that give $72 billion a year to public higher education should make clear what their expectations are if they're going to continue that level of support and hold colleges and universities accountable. We think that private donors who give $30 billion a year to higher education in America likewise should state clearly that they expect improvements in learning during the time that a student's at university, and if colleges don't 
provide an effective education, then they too would hold the colleges and universities accountable. And finally, we think that there should be a real commitment to classroom education and a real core education for every student so that when they graduate, we have assurance that the students receive a university education as most of us expect. Any last thoughts on this for our listeners? Yes, I think one of the encouraging findings that we have, and you'll see all of them at ISI.org, is that there's a real relationship between learning about American history and institutions at the university years and becoming an engaged citizen. And that's good news for all of us, because what we all want is citizens who are both informed and engaged. And what we found is that if the students are guided to take courses at university, they are far more likely to register to vote, to vote, and to participate in community affairs. That's exactly what we want. We want well-informed, educated students out there starting lives of engaged citizenship. Mike Ratliff, Senior VP with the Intercollegiate Studies Institute, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Chris, thank you very much. Next, if you buy prescription drugs, you may be paying too much. The inside story on how to save, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 